Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about one of the other impacts of the 2008 recession. A decade later, we're seeing a significant difference in the number of single-family homes being built versus multifamily. Multifamily is growing in share of new permits across the nation. But in select markets that already had a substantial footprint of multifamily, that growth has even accelerated. So let's go back to 2008. As the national housing market collapsed after the subprime mortgage crisis, new construction ground to a halt. Permit activity bottomed out the lowest level ever recorded in 2009. At the peak, there were nearly 1.7 million single-family homes permitted in 2005. By 2011, that number had dropped to 418,000. If you were working in the single-family home construction business, 75% of the nation's business evaporated. No surprise, there were many business failures in that industry. In the recovery years that followed, multifamily construction rebounded fairly quickly, driven by a trend towards urbanization that's increased demand for housing in and around the city centers. The number of multifamily units permitted surpassed its pre-recession peak in 2015 and has maintained that pace ever since. Meanwhile, construction of single-family homes has recovered a lot more slowly. The number of single-family housing units permitted in 2018 was barely half the number permitted in 2005. So multifamily units have made up a much greater share of new housing in the post-recession period. From 1990 to 2005, multifamily made up 23% of overall building permits issued. And in the most recent period from 2006 to 2018, that share has increased to almost 34%. Despite the boom in apartment construction, multifamily housing has not been able to fully compensate for the lack of new single-family homes. The total number of residential housing units permitted in 2018 was roughly the same as the number in back in 1994, when the country's population was 20% less than it is today. While multifamily housing may be better suited to meet the demand of walkable, more transit-oriented neighborhoods, Local zoning codes are severely limiting locations where multifamily can be built. In fact, in Philadelphia, we've seen a trend where a number of properties that were zoned multifamily have been rezoned RSA 5 single family. But let's look at specific markets. While the multifamily categories made up a greater share of housing in all of the country's largest metro areas, the size of the increase varies dramatically. For example, the area that's seen the most significant jump has been New York City. Pre-recession from 1990 to 2005, multifamily made up 44.8% of all building permits issued in the New York area. Post-recession from 2006 to 2018, 76.3% of building permits issued are all in the multifamily category. In a balanced market, a new housing unit should be built for every one or two jobs that the economy adds. Markets that add more than two jobs per permit are considered to be undersupplied. If you look at some of the data from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, we can see that the Bay Area had the nation's most acute housing shortage. It's resulted in soaring housing costs. In Philadelphia, pre-meltdown, the city was about 15% multifamily, and in the past decade, more than 45% of all units are multifamily. And that statistic mirrors what I'm seeing on the ground in Philadelphia as well. Philly is one of those few coastal markets that is actually pretty well balanced. Job growth and housing growth have been more or less in step with one another. Since 2008, the San Francisco Bay Area has added 3.45 jobs for every new housing unit permitted, more than any other area in the nation. When we zoom into the county level, we find that this housing is not being built in the same locations where the jobs are being created. 
San Francisco County accounted for 45% of the job growth in the five-county area, but only 28% of the new housing units were permitted in that particular area, resulting in a staggering 5.56 jobs per permit. The fact that the region's housing shortage is most acute in the urban core has led to some of the longest commute times in the country. New York, Boston, San Diego all added more than two jobs per permit in the past decade. In fact, many metro areas in the country are actually adding more housing than is needed based on job growth. Many of the jobs in our modern economy are clustering in the major cities, and job growth has lagged in many other parts of the country. In these regions, it seems that struggles with housing affordability has to do more with household income than with housing supply. Some major cities like Dallas, Charlotte, and Atlanta, and Phoenix are adding enough units according to employment metrics, but this analysis neglects migration due to retirement. As you're looking to invest in the multifamily asset class, pay very close attention to the building permit activity that's going on in your particular marketplace. That forward-looking visibility is key to understanding what's going to be happening in your market, not just today, but 24, 36 months from now when those newly added units are built. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.